Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where today we are reviewing Mank. Mank. It's part of our Oscars, well, we assume. Oscar, yeah, <laughs> o- o- Oscar Beatty season. Yeah. You know what? We hope. We <laughs> we hope this gets nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, just so there's a reason that I've watched it. Sure, okay. Well, <laughs> I think we're getting a sense of how you felt about this film. Yeah. This is the new Gary Oldman mm-hmm. uh, joint. Yep. Uh, in which he plays Joe Mankiewicz, I think. Something. The writer, well, basically the plot of this film is that it is about the writing process for the classic movie Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. And it is about the, Gary Oldman plays Joe Mankiewicz, who co-wrote Citizen Kane mm-hmm. with Orson Welles. Yeah. And it is based on a theory that, an unproved theory, that he wrote it solo and that Orson Welles took all the credit for it. Right. So this right. film follows Joe Mankiewicz, played by Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. as he writes the screenplay for Citizen Kane and mm-hmm. has flashbacks to the things that inspired Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. So that is that is the plot of the movie. Yeah. Harry, how did you find this film? <laughs> this reminds me of all the reasons why I don't like Citizen Kane. Uh-huh. Cause it because it is Citizen Kane, this 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 movie. Like it's what I did enjoy about this is that it's made to it's made to look it's made in the style of citizen kane 100 percent. like it looks like it it sounds like it yeah it's not just shot in black and white it's shot in a way that makes it i'm sure it wasn't but it's shot in a way that makes it look like it's shot on an old film Mm. you literally see like distortions on the you see like the black spots on the screen Mm -hmm. it's very old school yeah and even the sound is in that muffled like 1940s style yeah like like when everybody's out even when people are outside there's got there's an echo like they're in a studio Mm -hmm. um which you know you just don't get in films films now because they've worked out how to fix that yes um and things like when there's somebody in a car you can clearly see that they're just like it's just a screen behind them and they're in a very stationary car yeah um but it looks great for it yeah. And I, I I think this is going to get a cinematography nomination. Sure. You know, in that sense, it's a very interesting. It looks great. It sounds great. And I really enjoyed those aspects of it. Mm-hmm. There it is. That's all. That's all the positives you could say. <laughs> That's Yeah. I didn't I didn't like this. This is not my sort of film at mm-hmm. all. Um, they do mention it in the film how like it's Citizen Kane is kind of it's not nonsensical. It's it's a very nonlinear film. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, sometimes that can be hard to sort of get around, mm-hmm. hard to understand, hard to get on board with. Sure. Um, that's not always a problem for me. Look at how much I enjoy Christopher Nolan films. Sure. They're classically not told linearly. Yeah. Um, but the thing I didn't like about both this and Citizen Kane is that I never, never, I was never sort of told what's, what the story is, what's going to happen with like, to compare it to like Inception, for example, mm-hmm. They, they tell you very quickly like oh yeah we're just gonna go into somebody's dreams and like make them change their mind on something mm-hmm. that's it it's quite simple yeah but i don't know it, I, I just never knew where this where this was going and so yeah i just didn't really like it for that reason okay I, well I, I i just kind of found, found it boring so i didn't i couldn't really relate to any of the characters i couldn't get on board with what anybody was doing and then the way that it jumps about so much I don't even understand what's going on anymore. Yeah. So it's it's just a difficult one to get on board with. Yeah, I understand that. Um, but you know, clearly, this is a film is a kind of film that people do like because 
loads of people love Citizen Kane. Sure, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this film does get fairly well reviewed. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But uh, not by me. No, fair enough. What about you? <sighs> this film was so fucking boring. <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad we're in agreement about it. <laughs> I really, and I don't like to say, I don't, I don't enjoy saying a film is boring. As no, a me neither. Because, because it, like, passion's gone into this. Yeah, and it feels like an ignorant thing to say that a film is boring. But like, mm. this film was so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Like I know I really tried, but I, I genuinely was struggling to stay awake. Like yeah. that's it's not just that it was like mildly tedious. I was like, I couldn't focus on it because mm-hmm. there was nothing happening. Yeah. Nothing was happening. And the thing that gets me is so this is about it's a fictionalized account of the making of Citizen Kane. Yeah. And it that's really interesting. Like yeah. the, the, there's I like I didn't quite know enough about this going in, and I thought it was gonna that Gary Oldman was playing um Orson Wells. And it was going to be like the making of yeah. the film, like kind of a fictionalized behind the scenes, almost like the disaster artists. Yes, but you know, sure. not that, not that. I was like, okay, I could, I could be on board with this. Mm-hmm. No, well, here's the thing. So, Citizen Kane was famously, and what this film um, Mank talks about a lot is how Citizen Kane was very clearly based on a real life couple mm-hmm. uh, who were played in this film by Charles Dance and uh, Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I forget their character. Well, she was. Uh, no, I've forgotten the names. It doesn't matter. Um, they were a real life couple and she was a movie star, Marion Davies, Marion mm-hmm. Davies. And he was a, um, like a media magnate, like a R- Rupert Murdoch kind of guy who owned, right, all, yeah. who owned all the magazines. And their, their marriage was a marriage of convenience where she, he would buy her good press and like pay for her to be able to star in movies. And if anyone gave her movies, bad reviews, he would like threaten them with, mm-hmm. you know, silence and yeah. defunding so they would have to give her positive reviews. Yeah. so you know see, that's, see, that's interesting that's really interesting and then orson wells and this guy mank wrote a, a film very clearly based on this not very talented actress mm. and her super rich magnate husband and offended both of them you know because it was not a particularly flattering portrayal of either of them mm-hmm. and then had to live with the consequences that's really interesting yeah that's a good film yeah this film wasn't that and it should have been because it touches on that. And the other thing is this film is, is fictional. It's based on a theory that Joe Mankiewicz, I think it's Joe Mankiewicz, but this character who Gary Oldman plays, this Mike, call him Mank, yeah. Mike, that he wrote the script entirely solo and that Orson Welles took all the credit for it. That is what this mm. film is positing. Mm-hmm. But that is a theory that has been long since debunked. <laughs> like it's not true. Like it's right. been proven apparently there were some essays at the time when Nicolas Cage... Nicolas Cage, what? There was some, <laughs> sorry, sorry guys, we just we came just out of Moonstruck. There were some theories at the time when uh, Citizen Kane came out yeah. that that's what happened. I could see what you did there. Citizen Thank Kane, you. I'm, Nicolas I'm glad Cage... You, like, I'm yeah. glad you followed my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> but they have since been proven to be wrong and now most people believe that Orson Welles was very much involved in the creation of Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. So this film isn't, isn't truthful. And that's okay. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. This film could be based on a lie. Yeah, but if w- you're gonna w- base it for Green Book, but if you're gonna base it on a lie, you've got full. You literally have full. <laughs> so much potential you to just do anything. Make it interesting. Like yeah, really dig into the characters. But it's it just chooses to focus exclusively on Gary Oldman lying in a bed mm-hmm. for two and a half hours, <laughs> talking to. It's t- a long film as well, isn't it? It, it, it transposes between, it intersects between him lying in bed, talking to... Dictating. Dictating his story, 
to a posh British white girl mm -hmm. and occasional flashbacks to his wife, mm -hmm. who was also a posh British white girl. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell them apart. No, me neither. It was really... I could not tell Tuppence Middleton and Lily Collins apart. Yeah. They were just the same person to me. Yep. And it made it really hard to follow what was going on. Yep. I didn't understand. And yeah, it just didn't dramatize. Like the most interesting parts of the movie by far are when he's interacting with Marion Davies, mm. uh, Amanda Seyfried's character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's really interesting. She's this, because her character is this woman who knows she's not necessarily the most talented actress in the world. Mm. She's very self-aware. She's actually a lot, they say a lot, she's a lot smarter than she's depicted. It's kind of like, I feel like this film is giving the character of Marion Davies a bit of a defense from mm -hmm. history. History has told us that she was this bimbo who couldn't act. Yeah. And this film says, no, she was smart. She knew who she was and she knew what her life was. And she was actually a pretty cool person. Uh, but this film was still very hurtful for her. Mm -hmm. And like, that's really interesting if you make her a main character, but she's not a main character. She just kind of pops up. Mm. I mean, yeah. she popped up, I, I woke up because like she was interesting <laughs> and she was often dressed in like, she looked different. She looked great. She's dressed as a clown and a circus master and all yeah. kinds. Yeah. But she's not in it enough and Charles Dance isn't in it enough. It's no. far too focused on Gary Oldman's character. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it even tells us much about him. We know he's an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. That is established very early on, but then there's not, I don't feel like his character goes on much of a journey. No, not there's really. There's bits and pieces here and there about how he, whether or not he's going to take credit for writing this film or not and what mm -hmm. that means for him. Yeah. And that is, I guess that's the main plot, but I don't, it just didn't really feel like it was a fully fleshed out narrative. No. It was, it, it was it was it was just tedious it was really tedious mm -hmm. and it, it, it it's it is really the kind of oscar bait film that i resent a little bit because it's like oh it's just a vessel for his acting it is there's literally a scene and you know it's going to be this you can you can, I, I, what scene are they going to show in the oscar clips uh i'm not too sure the dinner party when he's drunk right yeah, when he yeah. gives his long speech and he's drunk yeah that's clearly the, the oscar speech yeah know? and i just feel yeah like that makes sense this film is made for that but the story wasn't there mm. i just wasn't interested yeah and i really wanted to be because i love old movies like i'm so the target audience for a film about old movies do you like citizen kane i've actually never seen it <laughs> but i do like you know i like all about Eve <clears throat> and i like sunset boulevard and mm -hmm. i like i like the stories of old actors you know yeah I, I but this just didn't grab me at all no i just i felt like this was literally just made to win oscars and i don't think who is going to watch this again after this year oh nobody nobody like potentially like fans of citizen kane but not fans of the truth behind citizen kane yeah because it's not telling um, the truth yeah so yeah maybe that but then also i do wonder if like i don't enjoy citizen kane because of my age and, sure and because of you know the different influences that i've had and the different standards of film that i'm that i'm used to and you know there's not enough explosions and aliens in it sure um and so i wonder if like it's like citizen kane is appreciated by an older audience it's a very old film. Yeah. That audience has got to be dying out soon. So who is this film for? Well, that's it. Well, this film was, it's directed by David Fincher. Yeah. It's based on a screenplay written by his dad, who is dead. Right. Okay. So fair enough. Label like recently or like I how? I think his dad died a while ago. How old's like, the screenplay? Well, that's what I mean. I think the screenplay is old. I don't know the exact story. I know it was written, parts of the screenplay were written by his dad. Yeah. So maybe this is like a tribute to his own father. And fair mm. enough. That's fine. But I just don't think this film has anything to say. Mm. I, I, don't, I just really don't. I've, I just don't see the point of this film. I don't think it taught me anything about, particularly about Citizen Kane or mm. about that world. And it really was just a vessel for Gary Oldman to act. But I don't think, I mean, he was fine. Like he yeah. a perfectly good performance. It, I don't think, 
If it, he wins the Oscar, I'll be annoyed because I don't think. He, oh God, yeah. I mean, he won't. He won two years ago, so. Yeah, but for the same role. <laughs> Basically, yeah, for that old black <clears throat> and white white guy. Yeah. yeah, that that's pretty much what I was expecting from this. Um, was just like, oh, Gary Oldman's just gonna play like a old historic character again. Yeah, pretty much. Great. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? It's black and white, and it's like done in the style of Citizen Kane, that film that I really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, David Fincher. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't can't wait for this. Yeah. This film was you know what? I expected to really hate this film. Uh-huh. And this film was worse than I expected. It was worse, yeah. <laughs> I expected to be I'd heard it was boring, but then yeah. I thought, well, maybe I'll find it interesting because I do yeah. like old films. And then it was so much more boring than I expected. Like, mm-hmm. I, re- I literally, like, not full fell asleep, but, mm-hmm. like, my eyes went, you know, you know when you're, like, <laughs> desperately trying to keep yourself awake? <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah. I, it was a real struggle for me to get through this. Yeah. I really found this film to be hard work. Yeah. And I'll be very annoyed if it wins Oscars because I just don't, I'd, I'm fine with a film not being for me. Honestly, like if it's not my cup of tea, but I can be like, you know what? That was incredibly creative and mm-hmm. interesting and it had a good story, but it just wasn't something that was I'm particularly interested in. I don't think this film is that. I think this film is just self-indulgent and boring. Mm-hmm. And I'm annoyed that this kind of film always wins Oscars because mm-hmm. there, there are going to be so many better films, more diverse films. Mm-hmm. That so will, many more creative films. That will this film get... has a level of creativity, but like yeah. the idea There's of it. There's so many films that won't get a look in because this is the kind of film that the Oscars just like every year they'll just wipe themselves silly over. Yeah. And I just don't think that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for this kind of film to die, mm-hmm. honestly. Just find other films to celebrate. Yeah. Just because David Fincher made great films 20 years ago does not mean that this film deserves <laughs> to get all the Oscars. It's just annoying. Mm. So, so, I mean, if you're a fan of this film, more power to you, but I really... I struggle to find anything apart from um, I think Amanda Seyfried is gives a good performance. Yeah, but is it an, is it an Oscar worthy performance? I think it's hard to say. Is she genuinely giving a great performance, or is she the only interesting film in a, or is she the only interesting thing in an incredibly boring film and that mm. makes her seem better than she is? Yeah, like she seems to be very much likely to be nominated for best supporting actress. Sure. And okay, fine. I don't I don't know if I think she deserves to win, but mm. I, I'm fine with her getting a nomination. Yeah. But also, just being interesting in a really boring film when there's so many genuinely great films with interesting supporting mm-hmm. characters who again won't get a look in because this is kind of a, a prestige oscar film it's, yeah it's, a, it's just yeah nothing there's nothing about this that i particularly enjoyed yeah like, like i say i liked the the cinematography in it i liked, I yeah. liked, okay. I liked the way that it was filmed and i i liked the the sound design of it okay um there is that because that that it's nice. rare that you notice the sound design of something um and i noticed this in a good way that like you know, it's it's got that old timey sound, and it sounds like it's all done in a studio, and it just made me feel of like it made me think of like how films are made, and that's what this film was, and that's what I wanted this film to be more of. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, it wasn't, but uh, yeah. So it's got those going for it. I support it in those two award categories. If it if it pursues it, we'll see. Sure. But other than that, no. Was... It should have broadened. I think it should have opened itself out a bit more and mm. like broadened its perspective and explored the whole making of Citizen Kane rather than focusing specifically on one character who ultimately not enough happened to him to justify the story. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe you should have left you questioning like who actually did write it. Yeah. Like, 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 mystery, like, like, yeah. like what is the truth? Who knows? Yeah. Make it the conflict between those two characters, between Orson Welles and because Orson Welles is barely in the film. Mm. He has like three cameos. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd made it about the conflict between those two characters, the two writers mm-hmm. and it was left ambiguous as to which of them actually wrote the majority of the script that'd be really interesting yeah or make it about the life of 
make Amanda Seyfried the star. Make it about this woman yeah. who's, you know, married to an older guy and she's, you know, living her life. And then someone writes this really unflattering film that becomes this, this you know, pop culture sensation, mm-hmm. but makes her look like this talentless bimbo. Mm-hmm. And ha- and it's someone who she considered a friend and she feels really betrayed. And that's an interesting story, but that, that was so sidelined. Mm. It's like they chose the most boring possible way to tell a genuinely really interesting story. Yeah. And I wonder I how much involvement Gary Oldman had in this. Oh, no, he just acted in it. He didn't well, no, no, it. as in, like, do you think that he had a bit of a say over, like, I want all the screen time? I think this is the script that was written. Right, I think okay. this script was written as a character study of this one guy, but mm. I just don't think he's interesting enough to justify a whole film. It just didn't carry it for me. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. What do you want to rate it out of 10, then? Four. Four? Yeah. Really? Is that too high? Yeah, I'm going to rate it a zero. I don't think it's that. I can't rate it a zero. There's things about it that are, you know, somewhat... Well, I can, it's an objectively well-made film. Uh, there are little moments of light, but mm-hmm. it was very boring to me. So I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. Okay. You can give it your zero. I'm no, I'm, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to stick by a zero. This. Wow, that is. This. This film was an active waste of time for me. Okay. Yeah. That's a strong. That's a very strong opinion. But I. Yeah. I respect you for putting it out there. So. Yeah. A zero and a four. Do you want to know a little secret that'll make you respect me a little bit less? Did you fall asleep? Turn it off halfway through. Oh, I turned it off halfway through. You didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I don't blame you. I, I I got past the hour mark. Yeah. And uh, paused for a cup of tea. Never never resumed. Were you watching it with Louise? Yeah. Was that a mutual decision? Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was absolutely who mutual. Fo- who, who first promoted the idea of like, leaving it? Uh, Louise first promoted the idea of it being boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and like then I paused it like a minute later and I was like, I'm, I'm not putting that back on. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I don't respect you any less for yeah. that. I think, you know what? But like, it, it was one of the rare times where me and Louise watched like the first hour of a film without talking to each other, without looking at our phones. I think we both knew if we looked at our phones, that was it. You were gone. Yeah. It was, it was, it was it absolutely gone. Yeah. Um, and if one of us admitted that like it was boring, that'd be it gone as well. Yeah. Because, um, well, we, we, we kind of started it with like a, a very minor argument, which... Um, I wanted to watch the Tom Hanks film News of the World. Yes. Um, I said that we should watch that. Uh, my parents have said that it's that it's you know it's good. It's probably Oscar worthy, but it's not that interesting. And then he's like, oh, not that interesting. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to watch. It. I don't want anything but that. I want to watch Mank. My dad said that's good. I was like, no, someone enjoyed it then. I, I was like, oh, you sure? <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, so we settled on Mank, and I guess that she just didn't want to admit that it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> wow, more but, cool, huh? but I won now. A hollow victory. Uh-huh. Great. Okay. But so. like, yeah, films shouldn't be an endurance challenge, you know. No, <laughs> this one really was. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Re- yeah. I don't respect you any less for turning it off because you know you, you tried, and I can say I can say with good confidence. So you didn't see Gary Oldman's big um, Oscar scene? No, I didn't. That's why I didn't know what you're talking about. Okay, fine. There there is a long scene where Gary Oldman rocks up at a party attended by Charles Dance Mm -hmm. and uh, Amanda Seyfried Mm. uh, at their house and he gives like a 10 minute monologue where he's just hammered all the time and he he almost falls into a fire. And it's the best part of the movie but it's still like an interesting spot in an incredibly boring movie. Like, (laughs) you don't need to be... It's not going to change your mind about this movie. Mm. I, I almost fell asleep. And I, if I had, to, I think I had the same thing. I was like this close to like, maybe I'll just turn it off and go to bed and then I'll come back to it tomorrow. <laughs> I would never have come back to it. No. Tomorrow. I would never have come back to it. Yeah. So I did battle yeah, through no, it. Yeah, no, no, my problem was pausing it to go make a cup of tea. That, that, that was yeah. it. I think once you're out, yeah, it's hard to get back in. So yeah. I'd, I did finish it, but I don't feel good about finishing it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm not sure, but I think if I'd gone to the cinema to go and see this, 
I, would, I might have walked out. It's hard to say. I don't. I, I have very seldom walked out. Like, yeah. But but like comparing it to Predator, which yeah. is the the, the closest the, you've come. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the closest that we've come. If, if you remember that we both rated that zero. Yeah. So like an average of zero. Mm. The only film that we've done that to. We were both very close to walking out of that. You actively wanted to. That's true. But I think I'm more likely to walk out of like a, a bad popcorn film because you know mm. that it's not going to get any better. Yeah. Whereas a bad Oscar film, you think, well, maybe. Mm. Maybe there's going to be a turn. Yeah. But I wouldn't feel good about... St- I'm, I'm glad I didn't pay money for this. Yeah. For sure. I mean, apart from my Netflix subscription. Yeah, yeah. Area. Now, ne- Netflix are killing it this year. They are. I mean, well, not, not, no not with like great films necessarily, but like... Yeah, they've got this. They've got Marani's Black Bottom. They've got is it News of the World as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those are three decent contenders for the Oscars. Have you liked any of them yet? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm hoping News of the World's going to be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they're going to dominate because you know the cinemas have not been able to compete. But uh, yeah, we will see. We will see. I think if nothing else, this film has given us a film to root against. Yeah. If this film yeah. does get like ten nominations, we can be like, this better not fucking win. Yeah. So yeah, that's. That's something. Great. That's Mank. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. I rated it at zero. John rated it at four. Aha, yeah, it was a generous four. Don't watch it. It's not <laughs> worth it. Unless <laughs> unless you are a Citizen Kane super fan. And yeah, unless you think that you're going to like it. Like, if you've got this foreign review, we've, yeah. you've, you've, you've heard if you, the... If you are a listener to the show and you really enjoy this film and you think, you guys are idiots, let us know. Actually, yeah, I'd, I'd love be... to hear a perspective from someone who genuinely enjoyed this. Because I've only heard from people who found it as boring as I have. So, yeah. by all means, prove me wrong, but... Yeah. yeah. Or, or disagree with me. You know, there's no, there's no objective right or wrong. But yeah. No. Cool. Thanks very much, guys. Cool. Right. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>